Meet Susie. Susie's a freshman at Beaverton High. Susie studies hard, has good grades, has fun with her friends. Look, there's Tom, the big man on campus. Look at how popular Tom is. Tom can usually be found in a group of people. They like to be around Tom because they don't have an identity of their own and want to be associated with knowing Tom. Tom realizes this and takes advantage of them in every way that he can. Susie likes to look at Tom. Susie likes the way Tom looks in his high school jacket. Susie likes the way Tom throws a football. Nice throw, Tom. All the way for an incompletion. That kind of pass won't get you to state this year. You should feel the bitter sting of disappointment once again. All of Beaverton will remember your failure. When Susie looks at Tom, she starts feeling a little differently. She notices that her heart starts beating faster, that she's breathing a little heavier, and, shamefully, that she is perspiring. Susie imagines what Tom would look like coming out of the shower. Susie imagines looking in Tom's window and watching him while he sleeps. When Susie thinks about Tom like this, she notices that she begins to have funny feelings down there. Rightfully alarmed, Susie punishes herself inside, a hard, deep kind of punishment only she knows about. After her emotional self-flagellation, Susie shyly seeks out professional help for her Tom problem. Paging Dr. Head... Dr. Tar. This is Professor Feather, formerly of uh, Twitchy and Loopy Show. This is the Midnight Gadfly. This is Dr. Head. And this is the Blue Fez. Alright. And you are listening to Who's got this episode? What are we doing here? Okay, since nobody else is talking, I'll jump right in. (laughs) Oh, today is a Lovecraft day. We're going to be talking about two versions of the Lovecraft story, Color Out of Space. We love Lovecraft. Love, 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 Lovecraft. And and, uh, the two movies we're talking about, one was made in... In unnatural ways. And one was made in 20... uh, 12 is I think that's what they said the release date was yeah and it's kind of a what German movie it's um, a German yeah. movie yeah I guess it's a German movie kind of independent and then the other one is the uh, Nicolas Cage the recent version um, color out of space that just came out and, who's and we're going to compare and contrast those two with the uh, uh, literature Well, that stopped everybody in their tracks. <laughs> I, I, I tell you I was what. Like, yep, that's what we're gonna do. Yeah, I tell you what. I didn't like either movie, so there you have it. Wow. Oh, ooh. Okay. I, let's talk. I mean, well, well, let's talk about the the story first before we even talk about the movie, because it is a you know this is these are these are name titled you know the same title as the um, as the story. 
So it that right there has an inference. And um, uh, and in okay, just a second. Then, let me finish my thought, and then I'll, and then then you can go on. Um, the in and not only the inference, but just and then and then how you know adaptation. Um, but with the feeling that it, the notion that that title is is relative, and so I just totally negate that whole thing because we're talking about filmmakers and and they don't they don't recognize that. Never mind. No, anyway, I like the story. Really well. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. It was poignant. <laughs> Your turn now, Tar. Go I was ahead. just going to say somebody needs to explain that German version of the movie to me because I don't know what the hell yeah. is going on there. No, I actually uh, really, I thought it actually I, followed pretty close. I could not other keep than track the of framing. Yeah, well, I couldn't. Idea that that was uh, could not keep track yeah. of who was who from past and, and present. Oh really? Oh okay. That, that makes a big difference. Yeah, I loved the 2012 version. Um, it was so faithful. Yeah, faith, very faithful to the source material, and you know, even the lines of dialogue and stuff and, and expo- exposition were taken, you know, from the story, and the details were all spot on, other than yeah, the framing story that kind of gets you into the movie, which I don't think is necessary by any means. But no, I, 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 I but yeah. it was good though. Yeah, and it kind of in a, in a way it kind of followed the um, I, what I liked about that was it followed the story um, faithfully only in a modernized time and they and I thought it was very clever that they transferred it to Germany mm-hmm. because it was a German film and they're going you know come on <laughs> and I you know I thought that was a, a really good move but then from there on then this then then you're right from there on it really follows the story quite well and and a little more subtle than the other one I mean then 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 the Nicolas Cage version and you're I, not I really. Nick Cage is subtle well, did no, you like just, it because did you? Uh, how, everybody chime in. Did you like it because it? What did you think about the black and white aspect of it? I, I love that. I just, oh, I, go I ahead. Looked, it was visually, it was it was it was a beautiful, stark film. And then when you see the little tiny pops of color later in the in the film, it it it, it really stands out. But no, I thought it looked great, and it also it also masks all the you know green screen things that they did, especially earlier on. You know, black and white always, I think, has a, a better way of, of disguising the fact that you're doing, you know, obvious green screen a little bit. But I, the film was probably the most most faithful adaptation uh, of any of his stories that I had seen. And uh, I, I really liked it a lot. Yeah, I liked it. I mean, it was, hey, but to be honest, when I first saw it in black and white, it was, like, it was just a countdown until they showed the color. I mean, it was just... <laughs> You know yeah, what I mean? With, with, the t- with the title too, it kind of you know kind of yeah. Flipped. But I kind of like that though. It was stark like that, and all of a sudden it just yeah. And but it's also know? it's also curious that uh, both filmmakers or you know uh, both movies <laughs> have decided that aliens are purple. <laughs> I'm sorry, lavender. Lavender. Right there, lavender. Yeah. It, 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 but it was so you could tell where it was so lovingly done with such a, a like an, you know the independent movie a lot of force behind it but it it oh, both no, I, movies have they touch on many of the same points you know the well and the descriptions of uh you know well, the yeah, but, properties you know they they both cover a lot of those i was surprised at how much how, how faithful 
the uh, Nick Cage movie was in in spirit, you know, in essence, well, not not as not as direct and yeah. as precise as the German film. But Nick, it, uh, yeah. the the Cage movie reminded me a lot of the thing though too. Eighties movies, they just had mm-hmm. that look and feel to it. Yeah, definitely. And when they showed the yeah the mutated mm-hmm. llama, yeah, that was. Yeah, oh, definitely. That was totally out of out of the uh, thing remake. Yeah, yeah. When that's what I that's what I was say when I got done watching the Nick Cage version, I thought, you know what? I'll just watch a better version of this kind of story, and that is the thing, um, <laughs> because they actually have good characters in it. I mean, I did not. I don't know. I just didn't connect with any of the characters. I, in I don't know. I, I like the movie. I didn't mind it at all. I, Why I did you it was like a lot it? of fun? Why did you I thought like it was it? a lot thought, of fun? Okay, it was. It was. It was just a Nick <laughs> raging Cajun. Yeah, his performance gets a little—it gets a little crazy, but but I yeah I enjoyed the movie as well because I'm a fan of Lovecraft. I a lot of it, a lot of, there are a lot of movies out there that aren't really close or, or good adaptations of things, um, but aside from you know kind of the direct and in your face going insane, I thought there were a lot of creepy elements, and for the most part, they maintained the spirit of the story and the and the characters in in different ways than they had but they it was so much of the story was intact still but yeah i was i was surprised who was what's the director's name is that uh, richard stanley yes <laughs> yes who uh who was that uh didn't brando make his bitch yeah it's like his first movie coming back <laughs> oh Oh, his ass is probably still sore. But anyway. So, Blue Fez, what did you think of the Nick Cage one? All right, so... You said you saw it in a theater, right? I did. Uh, up, up here in Ann Arbor at the State Theater. Uh, they had it there for a couple of days. Uh, took my son and his friend to see it. We we enjoyed it. Um, my friend's son is a little bit more into the Lovecraftian lore. And just from talking to him he enjoyed it as well though some of the comments you guys have brought him about why you didn't like the movie he would agree um i think my my main um, complaint and i had mentioned this earlier was um uh nicholas cage his character his his reason for going insane or his, his descent into madness didn't seem to follow the rules of the movie that had been set forth. So it was just like, he was kind of fine. Okay. Okay. Bam. We've got raging Cajun. And I'm like, well, okay, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But I mean, overall, I, I enjoyed the, I enjoyed the movie. I thought it was pretty good. I mean, um, I, I unfortunately, and I admit this to everyone listening, I have not seen the 2012 German version. I didn't do my homework. So I'm looking forward to seeing that. Cause I, I like the idea of the shot in black and white. And using the hand-tinted um, lavender uh, to sort of showcase the color. So, From anyway. space. And I think, From space, and yes. I, I think the German version I think the German yes. version is, is uh, yeah, yeah. I think it, the, the special effects and with the, the alien and the, you know, I think they did a pretty good job. Um, Ooh, one of my favorite scenes, which, which and I absolutely hated the, the, the cage one because, and you guys are right, it, it was a, a, and, it was it was a tra- traumatic attempt. Yeah, traumatic, at, I get it. At um, yes. at making yeah, a I, lavender. Yeah, John but I would Carpenter. say like there was a, they they did some elements well. So like even you know some of the suspense was okay in the cage thing. You know when the kids outside and at night and I thought some of those things those sequences were good. They were just so bad with the acting and the dialogue. 
that dialogue is so annoying. And there's just like no motivation for any of the characters. They just kind of flip flop well, all the, over the, the place. It was always a well lit night too. <laughs> yeah. Well, the problem with that is what they did. If you think about the story uh, and for everybody that's read the story, um, they, um, the the German movie kind of kept to the story. Yes. The American movie, this movie, condensed everything. I mean, fantastically tightly, you know, into yes. into an hour and a half, as opposed to trying to make it a true film where you can say that there is time that has happened otherwise. Yes. And you know, they tried to make that immediacy, which I understand to a degree. Right, because you can't say six months later. Oh my goodness! Like, yeah. Well, they could have. If they would have stuck to the story, they could have. Yes, right. because the German the movie does it. It does it really well, and and shows the the passage of time, and how things slowly change. Well, you know and, what? And, 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 and the a framing like, story, though, too. I mean, that kind of draws it out to bringing it up to our, you know, time period. Which I thought I thought that was pretty cool, though actually. Well, I, I don't mind all of that. I was just talking about following the story. Oh yes, yes. I mean, where yeah, where, yeah. where the the Nicholas Cage has references to certain parts of the story, yes. but it doesn't yes. follow the story right. really. I mean, no, uh, no, it's, it's faithful to the story. Here's, here's the difference. Here's the difference. The story, the story is told essentially in flashback. Yes, and it's two flashbacks. So. There are no flashbacks in in the American story. <laughs> it's just yeah. happening. It's yeah. it's an immediacy. It's an immediacy where right. that's why they, and I understand that condensation. Um, unfortunately, uh, Stanley is a, a is a hack, and it's just horrible. <laughs> I think they do that because they're thinking if something is told in flashback, it's going to be too boring. No, here you know, we, we go. You know, like why, like. Like as far as the Hollywood film, like oh, we can't have it be a flashback. We can't have it do this. We have uh, to we show. Movie the I, my guess is that's that's why it was did. It was it was something so inane as that kind of choice. No, you're absolutely right, John. What did you say that the uh, Rotten Tomatoes? Oh, it uh, looked like it has an 86 percent approval. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah, I, I enjoy both both movies. I, I'm glad I saw the Nick Cage one first. Uh, yeah, because then, yeah, then I I saw the elements of the story, you know, because I listened to the audiobook version again and just, you know followed that. Like, okay, cool. It, it, I realized, okay, they they hit on a lot of those points. While it wasn't faithful and two other things, there was enough in there uh, to make me say, okay, this was this was someone who knows the Lovecraft story, not just some guy who read the synopsis of it. Um, so they had that, except for the word, the article, the. That bothered me immensely. Why couldn't they just call it the color out of space? <laughs> Not just color. Like the color is essential. The, the, article that means the 2020 color. version would be the color. You know, like, You're right, Mark. It's a single right. indescribable color. That's the whole point of the story. We have a, a color that no one can describe and it burns and it, you know, all these things and it does all this destruction. So I just didn't know why they omitted the article the and just call it color. Like uh, what? Yeah. You know, it just drove me crazy. Of course, you know, anal retentive of English major here. And it, and no, it's no, lavender. But you're, but you're absolutely right. I mean, you know, your anal retentiveness not withstanding. <laughs> just, just delightful. <laughs> <laughs> it's so anal. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it, 
and here here's my summation of of the cage movie slam dunk llama do you remember that do you remember that when he's he's yeah. he's throwing the tomatoes in the in the trash and at one point he does it and he does it he goes slam dunk yeah and i like when he's when he's milking the alpaca yeah. You want to, you want to, you want to, you want to drink your loss. Yeah. Yep. I've been milking llamas since I was milking the llama since I was about 12, son. (laughs) What you doing? Just milking the llama boss. But that was one of the big problems with that movie too, is every character and Gadfly brought this up. Every, every character is just really badly acted, but there's, Every character is really badly written. No, that's what it is. It's, yeah, it's badly you know, written. The dialogue and, and like adding the and here again, this is why it has an eighty-six percent because they add added the angst-ridden uh, Teen. upper teenage girl. I, I, thought she like, I thought she looked like she was twelve until the guy came around. And uh, anyway, um, you know, <laughs> the kid, the, the the little kid with the glasses. Oh, isn't he cute? Um, and. So what happens? It's the fucking trope. I see things. Don't don't forget (laughs) the the girls. God. So, yeah. And then the the mother, the mother, when she cut off her fingers, this this is another good scene in this movie. This is how fucked up this movie is. She cuts off her fingers. Nick Cage goes over there and it kind of cuts to them, him getting into the car. Do you see how slowly they're walking? Yeah, she's yeah. holding her hand yeah. up, and they're walking like they're going yeah. to church, you know. <laughs> let's, let's let's put the yeah here, get in the car, honey. You know, just <laughs> thank oh, you for yeah, thank you for leaving right. a tip. <laughs> Double two tips, <laughs> one for each nostril. <laughs> one for each. Wait, there's a lot of really good earplugs ever. A lot of really good funny scenes. Well, and like, speaking of funny, and see, I, this is why I liked it though. It's a B. Why the fuck did they? Tommy Chong in there. That, that whole that it's a big movie, goddamn it! Yeah. It's so ridiculous. Well, yeah, everything yeah. with him is just is so absolutely over the top ridiculous <laughs> that right. I'm wondering. You know, this I'm going, Jesus, man! Oh, you're <laughs> saying all that stuff. This is been, why I liked it. Though. It's a bad cool. movie. It's not bad, but it's just it has all these bad elements. It's not. <laughs> it's, it's bad. It's just bad. I, yeah, I like it. I like it. It's like someone. And the, the the cage version is like someone shouting the story at you. Yeah. The German version is like someone reading Garrett Boyce at the bottom of the street. You know, we're gonna we're gonna cut down the essence. We're gonna read you a part of the story, but we're gonna shout it at you. Yeah, <laughs> I I liked Tommy Chong's character only because uh, Tommy Chong or Cheech, you know, one of those guys. Uh, what because of. Um, just because I knew how he was there, I did. You know, I, he was doing the whole batshit crazy kind of thing. Let's listen to the aliens in the ground, but he was also the conveyor of some important stuff that the audience needed to know. The fact that they use it that way is kind of a clumsy device, you know, to give that information instead of letting it unfold um, closer to the story. But, but I, I got what they were trying to do. Well, the, 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 know, the whole movie's too long. It's, a, it's like two. It's almost two hours long, you know. And I'm serious. Like at about an hour and a half, I'm like, I'm, I'm done. I've watched uh, a version where I could speed up the speed it up, and I watched it on a fast version, so it didn't seem as painful to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you put it at double speed, boy, they talk really fast, but you only have to watch it for fifty minutes. 
Okay, well, it looks like we beat that dead llama into the ground. <laughs> well, I get to watch. No. I get to watch it. it I mean, there's yeah. a lot more we could actually talk about, but I, you know, ultimately, and, and you know, I, and I did say it in, in in all funniness. I really do think it's one of the worst movies I've seen um, in a long time. And this is how badly I think that how bad I think this movie is. And this will say something too. Um, I think this, it, if I could do it, if I had the permission, this would be a great. Uh, movie for a tar and feather version i really think it would be um it's just it, there's so much that, that you can make fun of in this movie. oh yeah and totally. and that's a good thing so <laughs> hey there's my positive spin right. on on color out of space but, what uh, i'm hoping <laughs> is that the people who see that when if they you know stay long enough or they realize long enough that this was written by this guy named hp lovecraft maybe some of these people will go seek out his stories no 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 no, no you, that's that's too optimistic <laughs> no no yeah. we'll go show him a, a Stuart talking, Gort movie yeah. i yes. can't say though when i when i taught hp lovecraft in my one of my in my english classes um inevitably i would always have students who would come up to me afterwards and like you know, talk about it, or you know, I have one person who was a big fan of uh, the Twilight books, <sighs> and so she came up to me after after class one day. She said, "Professor Justice, I uh, I'm never going to be able to read Twilight again." And I said, "You're welcome." You know, <laughs> you know everyone's like, "My God, this Lovecraft guy! What you know? Wow, why wasn't he more popular?" <laughs> and it's interesting, you know, he, he does get you know disparaged in the in the kind of the the whole literary world to a degree um but and acknowledged you know he's one of those really controversial writers so with the nick cage one that didn't and like they were out there the tv people were out there the sheriff the and then they just never came back like uh no no there's so much there's so much that was just thrown in there you know it, it was, it's it, all like the tropes you think it's all the tropes condemned it was condensed. This the yeah, woman like, who wrote they, this, April something. Or it, it's atrocious writing. Oh, it's just terrible. atrocious. Yeah. I mean, that person. Sorry. I hope they don't have. I don't have, hope they don't have a guild card. I really do. <laughs> I've been gilded. Because look at what the the people, the guy who wrote the the German version. I mean, that was so much better. And I mean, you don't have to stray far from the source material. That's that's what makes a Lovecraft movie. A, great that's Should, what you failed in the nick cage version it strayed way too far and condensed way too much whereas the german film which was only about an hour and what hour 45 hour 40 it 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 other than the framing it moves along at a good clip and and the, the pacing of the movie is like the pacing of the story i couldn't find you know, it. just follow along and it's inexorable right. toward the end it just kind of grows and grows the second half really starts ramping up toward the end all right so explain to me the the kid is looking for his father right yes and he meets uh, this guy that has gray hair in the town who is the yeah. guy with the gray hair that's telling him the story? he was the german soldier with a wounded head who was the, the guy who owned the farm or the soldier yes the American soldier okay so, he's telling the story in 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 a flashback okay. he was the soldier there flashback that's why he so, remembers the, the guy it's, the kid it's part of that what yeah so who are the come to look for his the, dad and all yeah who were the two farmers that went and uh, picked the big pears? They didn't they share a field, or one was a worker for the other. One farm? was the worker, and the one was the the the, the father. What what was her name? Chris Chris. What, yeah, anyway, um, I'm serious. I had I couldn't follow. Names. Couldn't follow. I just didn't know who anybody was. I kept going. Wait, is this the guy that's uh, yeah. you know the guy that was telling the story? I couldn't figure out because he just didn't look old enough. 
Yeah. Well, I think that was the makeup. Yeah. You know, they just. They dyed his hair. Yes. That, yeah. I think that was my biggest problem was that one guy didn't look old enough to be the, you know, telling him all this information right. about what's going on. But I just uh, treated it kind of like, yeah. like, a, like a play in that respect. You know, you, you had to, right. I kind of suspended my I don't, disbelief it, there. I don't have a problem with that. I just didn't, it just didn't connect. Like I was just connect. having a hard, I was having a hard time. You I'm like, give it a, that's give it a, a problem. I mean, I'd try to watch it again if I was you. Just, just to, you know, to, to get, because you can, Especially when there's, uh, you know, dial or uh, translation, you have to read. That always takes your your mind away from the story. So mm-hmm. you usually need to watch a, a, a dubbed movie or a, 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 you know, a subtitled movie at least twice. But you know, to get really to get the full effect of the movie, you need to read it until you can understand the other language. Oh, oh I agree with that. Yeah, because you're you're, yeah, the first viewing you're encompassing all the visual stuff yeah and, try, and then trying to assimilate that then trying to yeah and trying to get a story yes. yeah connected with the story yeah but i like it that way that's, so actually what, what, i like it that way though because you get the, the actual sound you know what i mean you're hearing the sounds that they recorded i just i just don't like it when they you know when they try to dub something and it just yeah yeah, yeah just that whole thing anyway that whole thing. <laughs> that whole thing. Whatever. <laughs> Drink. Drink. Anyway, if, if you people out there haven't seen either of these movies, uh, Professor Feather's recommendation is the 2012 version, the German version. I would watch that. But before you even do that, like we were talking, uh, uh, Dr. Head said, read the story. You can find the story for free online. Yes. I'll even I'll, – I'll, uh, I'll put a link in our um, – notes to the story see i, did, I didn't yeah, read there's it. also for horror babble has plenty of audiobook versions if anyone's inclined to oh, do it that go. way on youtube horror babble has you know and you could probably find 40 50 things uh, oh there very cool yeah i didn't know about that yeah, oh. yeah. i yeah. have a tendency not to listen to anything um so i i you know if i'm doing any kind of that kind of thing i have to read it i can't listen yes. to it i prefer uh, reading myself yeah but sometimes listening's nice and the way the guy if i just had the if i had the the wherewithal i i can't you know if i'm doing something else that's that's meaningful you know i can't listen because i have to stop and listen (laughs) yes it's a good car it's a good car listen if you gotta yes i i don't know if i ever said and this stuff do you guys remember the the virgil finley picture at the end the black and white picture of color from space do you remember coming out of the well yeah, I, that, yeah, that that was my first introduction to color from space. So that was anyway. Yeah, I never read the story by Lovecraft because uh, I don't think he's a. Very, <laughs> Me neither. But uh, until uh, I saw uh, that picture, uh, though, that was kind of uh, cool. Uh, 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 can I finish? No, <laughs> no. Uh, I uh, because uh, I honestly don't think Lovecraft is a good writer. I think he's a good idea man, uh, but I don't really like his writing that much. Um, and uh, I think there have been people that wrote some Cthulhu uh, stories that were way better than the ones that he did. Uh, mainly Robert E. Howard, uh, his yeah. whole like mm. book of them yeah. were really good. Yeah, was, Howard's my favorite. One of my favorite writers. They had a they had a friendship. Howard uh, Lovecraft right, right. and Howard. Yes, they did. One of the very few writers I think who was actually good enough to take Lovecraft and and treat it in a way that Lovecraft would approve. Yeah, because I mean, it's the same. Who's the guy who wrote uh, "Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep"? 
Philip K. Dick. Oh, yeah, yeah, Philip K. Dick again. Another one who's got the greatest ideas, but I cannot read his his stuff. It's it's so I don't know. It's just I don't know. Because he was so high. Well, it just has. <laughs> it just doesn't have. It's like it's not. It's not. It's I don't know. It's the writing is just really kind of awkward. A lot of times it doesn't flow, and I get you know. So I don't know. I just don't like the style. I guess. Yeah. I came across that with a Robert a writer named Robert Varley. He had a series about this planet, I think Gaia and. Uh, books like Demon and Titan and things like that that I, appealed to me when I was a teenager. I liked the concept that he had. And then when I started reading, I'm like, oh my god, this is horrible prose. Just just awful. And I had to stop. Couldn't ever pick it up again. So there yeah. you go. So what? Uh, so there's a lot of movies that are uh, based on Lovecraft. Um, so And we're going to try to talk about those in another episode. Um, just to name a few, what was one of them? I think did you name Die Monster Die as being another version? Yeah, that, of, well, yeah, that goes it. along with the uh, Color from Space. Right. Just another version of that. I mean, right. Reanimator. Reanimator, which you know, um, <laughs> which is Stuart from Gordon. Beyond. Is it called? From yeah, the Beyond. Beyond. The, yeah, the Beyond. Beyond. Yeah. Beyond. And there's like Dagon. There's the Dagon. Shadow Ritzmith. Yeah. Uh, well, what was the one? Die um, Monster Die. We said that one. Right. right. The yeah. Necronomicon. Yeah, I used to have that book. Yeah, that was awesome. Great book. Yeah, and that was. Uh, did you see the girl had the Necronomicon? Yep. You know they they did all the 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 the, the surveyor guy or what the hydrologist had right. on a Miscatonic University. Yeah, yeah, I'm I sure. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, good, good, good. Yeah, those little touches were nice. You they know, did. Nice. Yeah, I mean, Dagon, yeah. where he had the sweatshirt on from his college. Uh, yes. Yeah, so there. Yeah, but yeah, we're going to talk about a a few of those just to just to touch on Lovecraft because Lovecraft is kind of a you know um, um, honored member of the of the horror community and literally a lot of and science fiction. God damn it! Because this story is science fiction horror. Yeah, I mean, Gadfly, have you read this story in particular? No, that's what I said. I have not read this. One. I don't read I, it yeah, I because read. I think you'll like it. I think hey, you'll see. Hey, hey you're this not is, the boss. This of me. is a little different than than Cthulhu stuff. And wasn't I mean, it, it's in the same vein, you know, because he has his own his own little universe. But but it, the story is just different. It's it's in my opinion, in my opinion, it's probably his best short piece ever. You know. And there's a couple others I like really well, but but this one I and it it is when you read it it's science fiction, and was it? Oh, no, I, it is like pure that. science fiction. There's no there's no there's no supernatural element in this in this. Yeah, it is, you're right, right. Pure science fiction, and, yes. and it was Lovecraft's favorite story. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. I understand why. That's why I said when you read it and you look at this look, look at the research he did on for the scientific. Uh, analysis part of the story. Yeah. It's that's great. Absolutely. You know that's 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 not that's not shoddy work. And he incorporated it perfectly. So yeah. anyway, and yeah. And if you think about it, of like if we you, you read science fiction stories about aliens coming to Earth or encountering aliens, this is one of those stories where the alien life form is truly alien it is unlike anything you've ever experienced before yes. it's not biological it's it's not plant-based it it it's a color it's um, not it's, humanoid intelligent wavelength <laughs> and its fondness for Reese pieces is just uh, unbelievably ahead of the curve <laughs> 
See, if they just had a bag of Reese's Pieces, it would all work out. Right. Throw them in the well. <laughs> yeah, you're exactly right there, uh, Fez. Uh, the, the assessment right there is very astute and uh, on spot. That's exactly it. Exactly it. I'm sorry you spotted. <laughs> <laughs> Was that what I did? I'm sorry. Uh, uh, this whole podcast is spotty. Spot. <laughs> You know, Spotcast. Well, I think one, one more Spot- thing. Yeah, Spotcast. Here we go. The uh, with uh, Lovecraft, it's uh, don't the, even uh, ask about the Spoochcast. Yes. <laughs> okay. The uh, so with Lovecraft, it's he has become like a, a term that describes a type of horror, a type of horror science fiction movie. So yes. even even if it's not a Lovecraft story, it's you know it's Lovecraftian and you know like I Lovecraftian, said, yes. Yeah, they have that whole genre, and it's like you know things like Hellboy and uh, all of those are really kind of owe oh, their their cast uh, a deadly spell. Cast a deadly spell. <laughs> we were going to talk about that. <laughs> we should talk about that movie. That's that. Yeah. that uh, pound of meat. Are you talking about a fun, fun movie? That's a fun. Movie. Oh yeah, it's really good. Yeah. I mean, okay, it's not really good. It's a fun movie. <laughs> Well, see, that's how that's that. Yeah, that's color from space, right uh, there. Nick Cage. It was fun for about an hour and twenty minutes. Color me bad from outer space. <laughs> <laughs> Stay in the lines. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's. Uh, I think it should have been subtitled uh, "Punch a Volvo." <laughs> so, what about Lovecraft? Do you? Not like Gadfly. Is it the way he writes is, is yeah, it's just so a, he's a good idea guy. Yes, this, yeah, you, yeah. you hit the pros, right? It's the way he writes. He it, writes yeah. King. I, 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 I think I remember uh, a lot of his short stories just being paced kind of weird. Yes. Um, but uh, again, it's just I loved his ideas and like he was able like you'd read one paragraph that would just creep the other shit out, you know, and then the next mm-hmm. one you'd be like, oh, come on, get on with it, creep me out again well, or something. You, you remember these guys were pulp writers and they were getting paid by the word. I know. Sometimes a penny or half a penny. So, you know, the more milk they could, it, buddy, the milk it like a llama, milk it like a llama for extra. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, it's an alpaca. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gotta go milk that alpaca. Oh, oh, yeah. Go to llama milk. Make love to the Colorado space. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think we're done. All right. Away. <laughs> This is Dr. Tar. This is Professor Feather. Feather. This is the Midnight Gadfly. Dr. Head. And this is the Blue Fez. We're very slow today. <laughs> and you are listening to. to Save it. Happy Ishtar. Yeah. <laughs> Happy Ishtar. The feast of Ishtar, not seen for 4,000 years. <laughs> Fertility and copulation. You can find us on the Gmails at unsaneradio at gmail.com. 
That's the for unsaneradio.com, too, which is our website. Go to the website because Dr. Tar's um, artwork is, or you know, pictures, they're, they're, they're just funny as fuck. So it's art. Go look at them in, in the size that they were meant to be seen. It's just art therapy. It's art therapy <laughs> is just wonderful. Um, tarandfeather.com. That's where you can get, and, I, and that's dot C A L M, okay? Dot com. Um, <laughs> that's a new, that's a whole new category I'm making. Well, who did you call him on? T, that's TM, man. That's TM. Anyway, um, Radio Unsane is the appellation at Twitter. Um, we have a Facebook, we have a Facebook page for Psycho Cinema. We have a Facebook page for Unsane Radio. We have a Facebook page for We Freaks. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. We have a Facebook page for Mark Justice Writer. You know it. We have well, a Facebook over page for Alphatrope.com. Oh, check it out. Oh. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. And soon we will be releasing a, a new podcast called Mad Science Radio. <laughs> I'm like, what was the other part? <laughs> Uh, that one's going to be dedicated all to horror hosts. So, when we get ready to launch that, check it out. It's going to be good. Yeah, how was? That about sums it up, kids. Bye bye.